If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. That used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I had me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. That used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I had me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. What up, what up? We back, man. The realest podcast ever. Revolt Podcast Network. Uh, it's your boy C Diddy. My man makes me sick. Dan with his timer. Don't touch my cookies. <laughs> uh, we are here once again at uh, the Frame Complex, two 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 Market Street. Uh, one of our official sponsors. Uh, shout out to V Ryan, the whole team here at Frame. We're upstairs in the lounge. Before Dave Edelman, we was downstairs in the restaurant. We upstairs in the lounge. Uh, make sure y'all contact them on social media at Frame P H L F R A M E P H L. For all of your dinner, brunch service, private party needs or whatever, they got multiple different, you know, setups here to be able to accommodate y'all. Oh, yeah. As you can see, it doesn't get more official than our name on the, the club bottle service. Hooker girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> bottle girl board. I mean, that that's what that is. Uh, hopefully, you know, y'all been rocking with us. Y'all been listening to some of the back catalogs, some of the other episodes as we are fully on board here to our Revolt Podcast Network. We got a lot of interviews that's going to be dropping soon, a lot of different content and stuff like that. We're taking Matt shopping in a couple months. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be fun. We're going to vlog that. So uh, if you're not on the YouTube, make sure you all subscribe to the YouTube. Uh, search TRPE or go to YouTube.com slash at sign TRPE. That'll land you right at the page. And for our additional content, go to Patreon, patreon.com slash official TRPE. We are offering free, 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 free. I know everybody like free, free seven-day trials on our VIP tier that gives you uh, unlocked access to all our back content going back all the way to March of 2021. You'll be able to check all of that different stuff out. A lot of exclusive content that lives over there that does not exist on this RSS feed. Uh, our take on a lot of different things, credit topics, all different types of stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, to all existing patrons, if you have technical problems, stop hitting me up. I am not tech support. <laughs> go go to help.patreon.com Yo, remember, remember, and they can help y'all. Remember figuring it out. Yeah, no, figuring out is over. Figuring it out is over. Something don't work immediately. Yo, yo. What's good? What's going on? I know it's 2.38 a.m., <laughs> but uh, you up? Like, that shit is crazy. Motherfuckers, I take pride in figuring things out. Yeah, no, now figuring it out for people, the first thing people go is they go on Twitter and be like, yo, what's such, 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 such? Remember That's when he, we had out. the issue with the soundboard? I figured it out on Reddit. Yeah. Reddit, Reddit let me tell y'all. It's Reddit, a resource. Reddit will solve everything. Yeah, hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you 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 can find all kinds of crazy porn, but if you're not looking for that, <laughs> I'm telling you, you can find answers to every yeah. question on the planet. If something stops working, if something you need to find out an uh, equation, there's a group on yeah. Reddit. I just yeah. before we started was showing Dan and Chad on Reddit how crazy to watch shit has it's, become. It's, it, it crazy it is. It, insane. It blew my mind. But, you know, <laughs> I'm like, yo, real watches is like, for what? Yeah, for why would I do this? <laughs> like, why would I do this? This is crazy. It's a little guy in Norway. No. Pumping these this little up. man that figured out how to make real, look. No, the, the watches that he's making, quality-wise, you like, why the fuck don't AP get his ass <laughs> on it? Because this nigga's built. He needs to be the head of creative for Audemars Piguet. <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> 
Man just in a little shack with a chisel. Going to work with <laughs> some gold flakes and some tungsten. Little stainless steel particle. I didn't even know what tungsten was. Before I started reading this shit, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. He was like, no, you got to make the day dates out of tungsten because it's heavier. Because he, he was even showing how um, the problem with the replicas be the weight. Yeah. And he was showing, you'll get a replica day date. It's 140 grams when the real one, because it's solid gold, is 220. Yeah. He was showing the tungsten joint he did, 218. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. Fake watch buses can't bust him. God damn. He oh, put every safeguard yeah. in place. Hey, you got to bust a U-turn, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. With me. That nigga is official. He's he's not to be played with. For $1,000. I seen, I seen a uh, 15400 AP on there at 725 Yeah. Deal. Deal. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This joint been around 30 Today days. only, nigga. Yeah. 725 Yeah. It's funny, though, but never mind that. Just keeping in theme with what's going on. We here at Frame 222 Market Street. I got a question I want to propose to you and to Dan. Okay. Dan's our producer for those. Dan is our right executive producer, cameraman. Say hello, Dan. Yeah, all right. Hey, yeah, hey, I want to propose a question to y'all. Has brunch become the nigga pastime? It's a spectacle. It had, like like not trying to be funny. I think brunch has reached like it's like baseball for the black community. <laughs> like, <laughs> like like America's like that's what it's become. Yeah, yo, yo. brunch. That's brunch a, got rid that's of the fish take. fry. Brunch took out the fish fry. Yeah. Once upon a time, when there was peril <laughs> in the hood, Ray Ray got smoked. He fucking skipped his premium on his life insurance. Yo, we had when there the was fish peril, fry. Yeah. <laughs> we had the yeah. fish fry. You could raise a quick sixty-two hundred. Yeah. Very Ray Ray. You know what I'm saying? Get the fucking get uh, a let pair, the doves get a pair go. Of McQueens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get some black McQueens. And keep it pushing. Yo. Now, brunch has superseded the fish. I've been at fish fry since the YBOD fish fry. That's how long ago I ain't been to wow. goddamn fish fry. I remember that. I do, do, I, you know what's crazy is I went to like three or four fish fries in my life, and I don't remember much fish. <laughs> From the fish. <laughs> you got to get there. You got to right get there when the door <laughs> It's like how they say concert doors at six, show start at seven thirty. Yeah, if you ain't there when doors like, crack, you know, I, I can't remember one fish fry where it was like, man, that fish was delicious. <laughs> like, that, that was that was scrumptious. Like I don't, remember, I, I remember like meeting a bitch at the fish fry or some some someone so fighting at the, but I really <laughs> no fish. I don't remember one limited like, fish. I don't remember one piece of fish that like was like that memorable. But here's the thing: fry. when you do get fish at the fish fry, it's so delicious. It's so I, I it's so magnificent. Remember. It be golden brown. It be perfect. That with that little two little pieces of white bread. Now, I remember you know what I'm saying the, with them fry, with that handful of fries. I, see, I don't like whiting. Okay, got it. Yeah. I, I, I'll tear some whiting up. Nah, I ain't gonna hold you. I, we grew up on flounder. Mm. We was kind of bougie. It's a little fishy for me. Whiting well, is you know it's a fish. Yeah, exactly. But it's a little <laughs> like certain fish ain't that fishy. Salmon ain't that fishy. Like you give me all, crazy? give me all of the almost fake fish. You That's what crazy? I like. Lee's sister one day was breaking to me how salmon is how steak how salmon is close to steak instead of it being like a fishy fish. Mm. And I'm listening to it, but then I'm like thinking about it like, yo, it kind of does slice like a like a. You can real get a under- salmon steak. Yeah, you can't any other fish. You can't get a, a tuna steak. steak. Of. You get a tuna steak, you get a salmon steak. Any other fish, you can't get a steak of it because the, t- the texture is not there. Yeah. Like, if you take whiting out the, the grease before it's, like, finished, you it's just the skin holding it It'll together. It'll fall apart. Yeah. Sway is the same way. Yeah. 
Flounder is like that. And I know, I, I and I know flounder. they make sway in a in a in a in a fucking in a lab, but I tear some sway up. I ain't going. Yeah, I don't know where the fuck what what creek sway came. That out shit of. just popped up three summers yeah, ago. Yeah, I don't remember <laughs> from when I was a kid, but somehow it's like tilapia. Yeah, remember when everybody had this whole thing with tilapia? But I, I thought tilapia was pretty good. No, it is. Listen, when you go to the when you go to the Aki's, which I I don't do anymore because the platters is nine dollars. Mm-hmm. But once upon a time, you get a motherfucking a tilapia platter. From the Aki's, rice, vegetables, hot sauce, white sauce, five bucks. Now, I've never actually asked somebody for tilapia outside. Well, that, I mean, you getting it. <laughs> you know what That's the thing about tilapia. <laughs> tilapia is omnipresent. You ain't got to ask for tilapia. It's, you won't get it. You know what I'm saying? If it's a cheap fish on the menu, it just say fish, it's tilapia. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, damn. Hmm. Yeah. yeah give yeah, something yeah. to think about. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like, there's a lot of things. Yeah, because yeah, they, they don't fish. tell you what kind of fish it is. They damn sure don't. It's just fish. fish. Yeah. You want fish over rice? Like fish sticks? Yeah, just fish. Just fish. <laughs> like, what is the stick? What, what, what kind of, what, is, what yeah. is the fish in the stick? I ain't going to hold you. I know this might sound crazy. I haven't had them in a while just because, you know, I'm, I'm man, I'm 40. <laughs> but, like, fish sticks was good eating. No, nah, man, when you was a young buck, man, yeah, throw them fish, fish sticks, sticks the in the shit. oven. Like, yeah, Preheat we, the 350. Yeah. All of that shit, you know what's crazy is on some weird shit. I don't know why we're going down this rabbit hole. <laughs> well, I was in the market and I was like looking for deals. Yeah. And I saw the Elio's pizza and that shit was like $1.99. I was like, yo, I'm buying that. Because I ain't seen the Elio's. Yeah. I, ain't, I ain't had an Elio's since I was a kid. Bro, I got that shit. I almost wrote a letter to Elio. I was like, what the fuck are y'all doing now? <laughs> <laughs> y'all yo. changed the formula. Y'all, it's totally compromised. That shit was awful. <laughs> I'm like, either when we were young, we were just that ridiculous. Yeah. But honestly, everything now is kind of like a step or two beneath what it was. What yeah. It, yeah. yeah. We shaving ingredients out of shit <laughs> like yeah. it's going out of style. I told you it was a, it was a real large nigga I used to work, work with. He, he took a tasty cake out of the, the packaging and he bit into it and it was just like it, it was just like some of the fattest shit I've ever seen like the way he bit into the tasty cake because he ate like half of the pie in one bite and he he he, he bit it and as he was chewing his shit I'm just like kind of looking at him he was like I swear man these Jones ever since they removed the trans fat they don't they don't hit the same way and I'm like how the fuck do you taste <laughs> trans, trans fat? No MSG in this joint whatsoever, and it's really compromising the overall formula. Like they try to make no. it healthier, nigga. Pissed yeah. off. <laughs> <I'm> pissed. <laughs> How dare you add years back to my life? Fucking tasty cake. Oh, it ain't on that bullshit. I wanted to live. I eat some yeah, kale, pussy. Yeah, real talk. Fuck us up with y'all. When we started this, I, I asked like brunch. Like in the seventies, it was the roller derby. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the end of the, the, end of the 70s was the disco. The disco <laughs> mm-hmm. tech. Um, what was it for black people in the 80s? Uh, the rooftop in Harlem. Rooftop <laughs> parties and shit. Yeah. Um, Places you could show your whole coat. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I need to get this coat off. So. <laughs> your whole coat is hilarious. The 90s, it was... What was the 90s? What? The tunnel, like the grimy, the, the grimy, grimy, yeah, yeah the grimy. I, I, I was gonna say, early you two, might die. Early two thousands was the dollar parties. Yeah. Remember that, mm-hmm. like going to a party for a dollar. And somewhere along the line, brunch has just become like, yeah, it's that's it's, where we go. Like how, when Kanye said the internet was our sky for niggas, brunch is our sky. It's when everything. We, when we pulled up here, <laughs> me, me, yeah, it's brunch <laughs> restaurants. We close at four p.m. <laughs> every day. <laughs> every day. <laughs> 
Me and Dan was sitting out front. We was waiting for you. So a car pulled up with the Uber. The chick got out the Uber, dog. She had on those, you know, them, them Bottega Veneta shoes that wrap around the ankle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She had those on. My line, Dan, with these little-ass pat leather shorts with this humongous ass with a see-through, like, 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 remember them shirts Sierra used to wear? Yeah. When she be dancing, she had on like My a, goodies. Yeah. My goodies. Dude, she had one of them Jones on. No jacket. And I was like, yo, bitches don't get cold. Like, the hoes don't get cold. Cardi B told us that. Hoes are like Vikings. But she got out the car and I was like, where the fuck is she going? And she, she came in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, came like, right, right in here. It's, bro- it's brunch time. <laughs> Oh, she going where we going? Yeah, br- br- right. Brunch and breasts. Oh, brunch and breasts. I'm sad. Yeah. I, I missed that. You know what I'm saying? That sounded like a movie. Shout oh, out dude. to her. Brunchy, that wherever was wherever she's at. Yeah, she. she. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Shout out to the headquarters. Yo, <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Shout she out came, to the office. She, she came through dripping. <laughs> Big old. I was like, God <laughs> damn. Like, that shit was nuts. But I'm like, yo, brunch really has become like, yo, what you got going on next weekend? Oh, man, we got brunch. <laughs> Like, you know, where, like, years ago, it would be like, oh, man, you know, taking the family down to... Sesame Place. Yeah. <laughs> Orlando. No, brunch, nigga. No, brunch. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we brunch, nigga. Brunch is it. Brunch might be, like, dead ass. It might be, like, the, the biggest thing of, like, at least the last 20 years. I think, and, and what's crazy is, to your point, brunch culture is part of the reason why the Keith Lee sh- shit yeah. became such a huge thing because... They're so you these restaurants are so used to people being okay with long wait times, mm-hmm. lack of food at a food spot because yeah. they're there for vibes and ambiance. Yeah. Whereas like the food is like fourth on the list. Yo. It's like ambiance, vibes, hookah, liquor, then brunch. So brunch is like fifth. One of our homies, he had a brunch for his birthday recently. And I remember I didn't know where the place was at. <laughs> yeah, I never yeah. been there. And I remember telling Chad, I'm like, yo, it's at so-and-so. He was like, You're going there. And I was like, Yeah, I mean, that's where it's at. He was like, I don't know, bro. I don't know if you're going to make it. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? I was like, all right, whatever. I get there, and I remember immediately, like, I don't know why, but in my mind, when I hear brunch, it's like pancakes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Eggs, maybe, bacon. Maybe some shrimp and grits. And I, I remember. <laughs> and I, I, it might be no food. <laughs> I pulled up, and it was like, the first thing I noticed was like, it was three colonists in the, in the front of the, I'm like, yo, there ain't supposed to be three Cullinans near each other in Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> Why the fuck is it three Cullinans in, right the, in the greater Northeast yeah. of all places? And I remember the, the guy came out. He had on like a cranberry suit. And he was the doorman. I'm like, oh, God, this, this is something else. <laughs> As we walked in the I'm talking about walked in the door. The waitress walked past me carrying a giant American Express black car <laughs> that was lighting up. And I was like. Ah, shit. <laughs> oh, this is what Chad was talking about. Ah, shit. <laughs> this is awful. So then I realized, like, I'm thinking it's going to be, like, you know, a table of people. Maybe, like, six, eight yeah. of us. Yo, it was like, he had, like, 50 people <laughs> there. And I didn't know none of these motherfuckers, yeah. really. And the girls was like, yo, we about to get a couple bottles of Ace of Spade to get it started. I'm like, we're starting. <laughs> we're starting. <laughs> we're starting at the top of the menu. I was like, yo, I'm about to fake a heart attack, man. I got to get the fuck out of here. Show. Yeah. Remember, I straight bounced. I called you. I was like, yo, you want you want to <laughs> I'm out. I got the day over there. I had to get the fuck out of here. I thought you was at the brunch. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was at the brunch. You know, I straight bounced, yo. I'm out of here. Like, I, I can't believe. What, and, and, and my whole thing is like, no, and to, to make matters, the, like the worst of it, the hookah was $100. Yeah. I seen that and I was leaving. I was just like, yo, 
you go to brunch between the hookah and starting with Ace of Spades, you might be 450 <laughs> Yeah. It ain't had an egg yet. Well, yeah, you'll stack in. Like, you ain't had an egg yet. That's crazy, yo. And where brunch started versus where it is now, like, brunch started with mimosas and br- br- a hybrid breakfast lunch menu. That was the that first was time it. I can remember going to, like, brunch. Like, we're going to, a, like, a, a brunch where it's like, yo, it's going to be music. Yeah. We was in Miami. Me and Lee and mimosas and bellinis. And I remember it was like, oh, bottomless mimosas. Yeah. But it was like $25. Exactly. Like still, they had like a breakfast buffet. So you just go get your food Mm -hmm. or whatever, whatever. And like, even that was just like, it was loud as shit in here. Yeah. It was on them DJ Khaled. Can't even hear my food. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, food. You supposed to hear the sizzle. You fajita quiet little motherfucker. Ain't no crackling nothing. We the best. Yo, straight up. Too many ad-libs. <laughs> Too many ad-libs over my brunch. meal. Like, what's going oh, on here? Oh, man, yo. Straight up, brunch has become crazy. Oh, real quick, before we get into the rundown, uh, I got the word today. I'm going to be in Kai's movie. Hey, you know what I'm clap that up. Normally, we have audio claps, but yeah, all over the, the control board is on the other side of the room. He switched things around. He This movie he's doing, I asked if I could talk about it. Yeah, it's part of the Bay series. Oh. So, um, he has like a whole Bay world that he's creating shout out to focus films Kyrie terrell shout out to uh ebony over there miss dukes um but they want me to to be in the movie he literally threw out a couple characters that he wanted me to look at mm-hmm. and um one of the characters had like a five to six day shoot and like a real big part of the movie he was like this being your first film i don't want to overload you i'm like i, I could do it right. you know what i'm saying yeah. I, I could do it yeah. so he hit me back was like no nah, i'm gonna have you do this john it's one day of shooting but it is a very big part to come into the movie you basically set the scene or whatever and i'm like okay so i'm like he's like i'm gonna send you the uh something and i'm gonna send you the script or whatever have you ever gotten a script yes i thought that they just send you your line no 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 they see the whole script yeah. <laughs> they <laughs> they the whole it. script man. he said it to me and i'm like yo this shit is like 90 pages he was like yeah you know you got you know learn it and i'm just like I gotta learn this whole thing. I was like, for one day, this is crazy. Yeah. And he's like, well, I mean, learn your lines or whatever. I'm like, but I don't. It just it doesn't say where my lines are. He's like, look for your character in the line. I'm yeah. like, my well, don't got no highlighters, <laughs> <laughs> no annotations. Like, what the fuck? So, uh, but yeah, it's part of the Bay series. Uh, it's called Christmas Bay. Oh, so. uh, yeah. But he's doing the whole joint. You know, I, I, and actually, I like the character that he got me on. I like yeah. the line. There isn't. I have no sex scenes. Yeah. I was like, because you know that's the trade off with Tubi. It's like, how much did it pay? Zero. But you get a sex scene. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I get, I get the fuck yeah. hole in his yeah. 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 And it, he, I don't know if you've noticed, but Kai has a lot of very nice looking women in the big universe. Absolutely. And you know, I was a lot, I, lot of thick women. Yeah. I wanted to crack something on camera. <laughs> <laughs> and that ain't, that ain't going. Pop, maybe, maybe know. next one. Maybe if I kill. Maybe porn bay. Porn You'll crack something. Ah. Oh, porn bay. I'll narrate. <laughs> <laughs> yo, poor Bay is all me, baby. She got fat Bay. Yeah, a lot of them. She got a dunk Bay. You know what I mean? It's a whole universe, like power. <laughs> Valentine's Bay. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to it. You know what I'm saying? I've never acted before, but I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna try. You yeah, Ka- Kai and Eb are doing a lot of fantastic yeah, work did, right now. I went and I went and did the uh, social scenes TV Philly nightlife documentary. Basically, it's encapsulating <laughs> the Philly nightlife scene from 2010 to present day or whatever. Kai, 
uh, has over two a content library of over two thousand videos from various parties and events and mm-hmm. stuff like that over the years. I like that he got the videos playing in the background yeah. with people's mm-hmm. older selves and shit. I was like, that's cool. Yeah, so it's like so you know he has a whole content library to pull from for reference points and stuff like that, and he's interviewing all the people that were you know from the smallest to the biggest people that were in and around I ain't gonna hold the you. industry at that. Like point. I don't get jealous. But, like, I'm watching it, and I see you. I see Rick. I see Rick Lowe. I see fucking uh, Steph. I'm just like, God damn, nitty. I'm- Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, But the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Just like, yo, I want to be on this job. So he had posted this shit, and I was like, yo, what's like, how I'm not invited for this? And he was just like, Matt, what what party have you ever attended? I'm like, oh, you had to go? <laughs> you had to be in the building. <laughs> you had to be there. <laughs> okay. That was new shit. <laughs> yeah, listen, just seeing the yeah. setup on social media before I, on IG, before I even went to do it, had me excited. I yeah. said, oh, they would have a nigga looking good. Like, he had the good uh, overhead lights and fucking boom yeah, mic. I said, I said, damn, this boom mic look I'm real like, yeah, expensive. I can't, I can't wait to watch it. That's yeah. gonna be no, cool that shit going to be fly, man. And seeing the fact that he got, like, everybody in it and around it, he's like, yo, we not even, like, 10% done. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To see people already tripping, like, why y'all ain't got so-and-so? He's like, y'all ain't relax. Like, it don't work like that. Yeah, niggas always want to fast forward to the end. To the like, what, end, what's at yeah. the end? Like, who all who all in this joint? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I tell you if it's credible or not. Yeah. So, yeah, no, shout out to Kai, man. He always fucks with us. He's been on the show. He's episode somewhere back in the hundreds. We did it. He broke down the whole independent the film, film game, game. Gave some super game. On the show, you know what I'm saying? So and now out. he's doing it. He, he said he's recently the uh, the CEO of Tubi reached out to him through mm. through any intermediary. Like, yo, who's that guy that did Work Bay and did yo. Money Lovers? I want to meet him. Like, yeah. 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 So, you know, I, I told him, I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm I'm hype. You know what I'm saying? This could be Big Ray. Look up. Me and Dan got a Tubi movie together. We actually been talking about doing a... Dan has a hell of a concept for a movie. Yeah. A hell of a concept. So, you know, hit one of these fucking parlays. Right. Shoot this film. Shoot this film. You know what I'm saying? Get this, get this fucking money. You know what I'm saying? But shout out to Kai, man, for always fucking with us, man. For putting us... Thinking of us when we're not Absolutely, even man. thinking about us. So I was like, yeah, this is kind of interesting. And I'm like, damn, like, I really got, like, a script that I got to, like, you know. That's that, fly, That's, that's going to be the hard part is, like, remembering the line. Because I'm such a, and I, I ain't going to hold you. Like, I started reading the script, and I'm just like, I, I like that line, but I want to say it like this. And, yeah. I wanna, and I, it's going to be heavy, heavy cuts. Right. <laughs> cut. Cut heavy on the improv, Joe. You know what I mean? But, uh, no, nah, man, it's just. It's interesting, and, and even looking at like the cast, I'm not gonna go into, but like who he has projected as the yeah. cast, I'm like, oh, these are actors. Yeah, yeah, I thought, it, yeah, I thought it was just gonna be like, you know, me, Dev, Tate, you know, like <laughs> the <laughs> usual suspects. The usual suspects, but it's like, no, these are real actors and actresses, and I'm just like, damn, like I was really doing this shit. So yeah, shout out to him, man. Interesting. Yeah, I'm still mad at Kai. He had a trendy topic tiff here for uh, one of the movies he did, and I ain't get to meet her. I said, yo, dog, I can't believe you had that big giant ass in yeah. Philly, and I ain't get to meet her. He said, yo, she said, bro, she even better in person. Ain't she like six feet tall? She was in the, uh, I think she was in. Uh, Work Bay, right? Yes, Work two? Bay 2. Yeah, yeah. She fine as a motherfucker. Yeah, I, love I mean, her. I, I, I do a sex scene. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Coming with my silk shit on, you know what I mean? <laughs> Real slow or whatnot. Needed in my bedroom yeah. playing in the background. I mean, he quiet on the set, right? <laughs> yeah, real Stay shit. focused. Yeah. But uh, what are, what all we got going? Oh, real quick. Have you gotten into the to the tournament? I, w- I watched a lot of games last night, and 
I'm not gonna hold y'all. My head was hurting from Yo, looking at the floors and stuff. NBA. Like, listen, I don't know man. what's going on. Hey, I'm an NBA fanatic. <laughs> I watch. I watch more basketball than most people. I'm a basketball fan. I've been there since I was a kid. Them floors are very. I got a 75 inch. That shit hurts. Yeah. That, they, that red floor from the Houston, I'm like, yo, man, my fucking eyes yeah, they, are... They hurt. damn near need to put, like, a flash warning or a trigger warning at the beginning uh, of these games, my, man. <laughs> my man said, you know what you need? Remember them 3D glasses where one was blue and one was <laughs> <Yes>. red? <laughs> from back in the day. That's what you need to watch I'm these like, games. yo, games. straight up. The only game I could watch last night was the Mavericks because they, you know, the Mavs couldn't use the floor right, last night because right, right. it didn't fit or some shit. I'm just like, yo... The, the San Antonio floor looks like they're in the Philippines. <laughs> it looks like a fever game. I was like, yo, this shit looks insane. I, I, them floors don't do them. They're, yeah. they're just bizarre. And then it's weird that some teams are wearing the city jerseys. Other teams yeah. aren't. As I was like, it, I, I, I didn't know what was going on last yeah. night. And I watched probably like parts of like six different games. And I was just like... All I took from it was like, Luca is the man. That's all. That's I, I don't, all want, I don't I want to stay on sports because we got a lot of topics <laughs> yeah. we want to knock out. Luka Doncic really is that. He's him. Like, he's that. Like, he, like, it's nothing you could say. And I, you, we used to, like, joke that he was a white Harden, but it's like, Harden not even a black Harden. Right. <laughs> so you're it's just, like, just a guy. You're just a guy. <laughs> it's like, yo, Luka is phenomenal, yo. He's unbelievably good. His, the leaps that he's making from season to season to season is, like, something to behold. It's LeBron-esque. I ain't going to hold you. I know y'all might get mad at me. You know who's, like, become one of my favorite people in the NBA? Dylan Brooks. I fuck with (laughs) Dylan Brooks. The Houston team is actually fun to watch. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, I like their energy. I like the way – I like Jalen Green. I like the way they ball. Their floor is annoying as hell to look at. But I like them. Uh, The Mavs right now, for all my betters, the Mavs first half over and the Celtics first half over. Do with that as you will. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, the Celtics, to me, are like the the early buzzsaw, yeah. where it's like, how much How much we y'all got? 105 is cool. You look over, Celtics got a buck 50. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, they, they, they could just score flat out. Bowling over teams And Porzingis right kind of almost like tilts the game in their favor so much because he covers so much ground, and he gets to be a fourth or Here's a fifth the option every night. Here's the reality. Drew Holiday is drastically better than Marcus Smart. Night and day. He He's just as good defensively. He's way better offensively. offensively, it's not even fucking close. Yeah. And then KP is Al Horford from five years ago. So it's just like the Celtics just, they just improved. And they got that bench. Yeah. They, they still have so much depth. The, 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 the Celtics, the Celtics to me aren't shocking. The biggest shock to me, honestly, is like the Sixers. Yeah, they can I'm, play. I'm shocked that they're just, what are they, six and seven and one? Six and yeah. They're just, they, yeah, they came, won seven in a row. They came out the gate just like, yo, like, all right, we, we don't got to go to the hookah lounge tonight. Right. <laughs> bad Mandatory early. team participation at motherfucking fest. <laughs> hey, man, we getting bad early. That's some good shit, y'all. And look at Harden now over there with the Clippers. With, they you struggling. The Super Clippers, and they can't win a game. It looked like they might get it done yesterday because the first quarter they came out just super high. Yeah. And it was like Harden had 14 in like the first 13 minutes, and I saw the inbox score, and Harden had 13. I was like, oh, that was <laughs> over. <laughs> that was just over. Huh? All right. 
Yeah, no, I think the, the Clippers' problem is they have too much redundancy, um, kind of yeah. like the Sixers had, and, but it's, it's even more pronounced. They have too many guys that serve the same purpose and do the I'm about same to say, thing. Too many guys doing the same thing. Like, you got Zubac, who's, for all intents and purposes, a very good young center. I'm still mad that the Lakers let go of Zubac. Yeah, they, he's, like a, he's a very good young center. He's averaging 10 and 8 right now. <laughs> um, he's, you know, he serves, the, but he, they're putting too much defensive pressure on him because you have Paul George playing the four. Yeah. He's 6'8. 187 pounds. Like you got him playing the four. Kawhi is Kawhi is Kawhi. And Kawhi low key is having an amazing season. All of them are statistically. They just can't win. Last night when they were doing the lineup for the Mavs and the Clippers yeah. game, the announcer was like, "This should be a sure fire, short a sure firepower rocket flaring game." We got the Los Angeles Clippers versus the Dallas Mavericks. Um, you got Lucas team led against Kawhi Leonard's team. You got six Hall of Famers. Future Hall of Famers playing in this game, four of them in the Clippers lineup, and it had the Clippers shit up there, and it was Westbrook, Harden, Kawhi, Paul George, and Zubox. He was like four of them in the Clippers. I'm just like, who is the fourth? I'm like, all right, Westbrook, I think, Kawhi for sure, Harden most likely. I'm like, is Paul George a future (laughs) Hall of Famer? I think so. You think? Yeah. I'm, reluc- I'm reluctantly saying I was on a hate Paul George train very, very Remember early. Remember that meme with the old black man? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was looking at the TV like, who's the fourth future Hall of Famer? I think he's going to score enough points um, to broach the discussion. Um, if Paul George gets in Hall of Fame, this ain't even hating. If Paul George is Hall of Famer, I don't. I, Draymond is a foregone conclusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Draymond is a lot. And I think Andre Iguodala would have to go in then. Yeah. If Paul, because Paul George, does Paul George have a have a trophy of anything? No, he don't have an All Star Game MVP. Does he have a? He six got man? a cu- he got a couple. No, he don't have a six man. He comeback? got a he got a couple uh, All NBA teams. Does he have a comeback player? He might have a comeback player. I think he might have that. Yeah, because he ripped shit. his leg off the fucking meat off yeah, the bone. Yeah. So yeah, he might have a comeback player. Let me see. Real but quick. I know he got a couple All NBA second team, third team stuff like that. He's a Hall of Famer. It's not like a it's not like a foregone conclusion, but I think he's a Hall of Famer. Eight time All Star, six time All NBA. That'll get you in. And four time All Defensive. That'll get you in. Yeah. He got a most improved in 2013. Mm-hmm. He led the league in steals in nineteen. Uh did he get a comeback player? No. No? Which right. I don't understand. And he got a gold medal. Yeah, he's in. That's in. Gotta yeah, Paul in. George might go in. Got to get him in. Damn. All right. Well, yeah, Paul George is definitely in. Shit. Yeah, the league is uh, in an interesting place because, you know, right now this is probably the most prolific era of basketball. What I mean as far as, like, from a statistical standpoint because the rules are designed in a way to be offensively fluid or whatever mm-hmm. like that. And Who needs an alarm in the morning? When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. And a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. A lot of guys that probably would have been 17-point-per-game guys in the 90s or in, like, that Kobe dead ball era mm-hmm. or whatever that he dominated, <clears throat> where he was scoring 35 and 32 a game and everybody else was, like, the second-highest score was, like, 24. Uh. Like, they would have been scoring 17 or 18 points. But now it's like you look at the Clippers, Paul George averaging 25, Kawhi averaging 28, Russ, Russell Westbrook averaging 15, 7, and 7. Harden is averaging 15, 6, and 6 or whatever. So it's like motherfuckers are scoring, like, inefficiently but scoring. 
the ball a lot. And that's going <laughs> to tilt this kind of era where people are going to look back at it. It's almost like the pass-happy era in the NFL yeah. where it's like a lot of people's stats are getting overinflated just because I, of the rules. I think that social media, just the landscape of, of social media has – it's uh, what's the word from New Jack City that Nino kept using? Infiltrated. Mm-hmm. It's infiltrated into like everything to where like ev- street culture, basketball, football, politics, yeah. social media matters in everything. And because of it, there's a real, like you said, curated cap element mm-hmm. to every single thing that happens yeah. now. And you can feel it in sports where like you can feel the fact that they're putting Wimbiana. And Chet in your face. Yeah. Like, already it's like, that's the rookie of the year. Race. Right. <laughs> Fuck these other kids. Yeah. And this is a phenomenal rookie class. Top yeah. to bottom. Yeah. But it's like, no, nah, Chet Holmgren. <laughs> right. And that that Linky nigga. Two unicorns. You know what I'm saying? Got two of them. It feels very like, <laughs> think about when LeBron does anything and it's like, the, that's what's going on on Bleacher. Yeah. Like, all of you, it just feels like that. And because of that, a lot of people are opting out. I know a lot of people, it's just like, I'll watch when the playoffs come around. Yeah, my physical therapist said that yesterday. Just, he, he's like, you know, he's a white guy, mid-30s or whatever. Um, and he's like, yo, he's like, I just can't get into the NBA. He was like, it's a lot of elements missing. I'm like, nah, I get what you're saying. I'm like, I'm a big NBA guy. I watch a ton of games. Mm-hmm. I go to a lot of games. I'm like, but I get what you're saying where it's like, it. it's too offensively favored. Like, it's, there are no, like, key defensive stops. That's why they made a big deal about the Anthony Edwards shit he did yeah, against Boston the yeah. other day because nobody's locking yeah. in like that and making a game-changing defensive Last night, stop. did you see the end of the Suns-Lakers game? I didn't even watch it. I was, oh, I was probably sleep. Bradley Bill blatantly took the ball from Austin Reeves. Like, Austin Reeves had the ball off a rebound. Bradley Bill came and snatched the ball. They called that shit a... Foul or whatever the fuck. And Bradley Bill was like looking around. They they challenged and they gave yeah. the ball back to the Suns, but it was just like, like literally just came and took the ball out of his hands. Root. Yeah. Foul. <laughs> no, fuck? let's real quick. I don't want to. I don't want to belabor this, but the referee play so far this season has been atrocious. It's been bad, so bad that I proposed this to Matt and Rod last night, and I said this on Twitter too. They need to have like somebody there to ref the referees, and if you blow a call or make some egregious call, you throw Giannis out of a TV Listen. game when he's busting ass. You get fired on the spot, and you got to do the walk of shame, and then we have another ref come down like a WWE entrance on the Jumbotron to replace the, your the, ass. The, <laughs> <laughs> like wild thing with Major yeah, League. Exactly. <laughs> Go to the bullpen, yeah. and then we fucking give me more. It's like a randomizer. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know who the next ref going to be. Like the Royal Rumble. <laughs> But, I, you know, we, we go to games. And, you know, I've, I've gone to games in several cities and shit. And it made me think about, like, perfect example. You went to Staples last year for a game. Mm-hmm. I went to Miami last year. I went to Charlotte. And I went to Memphis. Memphis. And, like, you figure, I'm sitting in wood seats. You know, these shits yeah. ain't cheap. But, I'm on, like, I'm coming to Memphis to see Ja Moran. Yeah, Martin Luther King, you know. <laughs> That's uh, cool. You know, That's all good. BB <laughs> King and shit, BB, all this shit. Like, that's cool. But I'm coming here to go to the Grizzlies game yeah. to see John ja Morant because I fuck with John ja Morant. If I get there and in the first quarter, Ja dunk on a nigga and go, and the ref say, get your black ass <laughs> in the fucking locker room. That's a problem. <laughs> 
That's a problem. I mean, looking around like, oh, come the fuck. Yeah. Like, kicking Giannis out of a home game after he dunked and made a gesture is just like, they kicked uh, sports? They kicked JJJ out of game last night. Jaren Jackson, they yep. kicked him out of game last yep. night. He got a dunk. Ah, tech. What the fuck? No tech. tech. Get <laughs> yeah. the fuck out. Yeah. And it's like, yo, the competition committee has to take a hard look at this shit and really call these refs in. And it's like, fam, you're making $400,000 a yo. year to officiate the game, not be a part of it. Yo. You should be seen and not yo. heard. Y'all have to stop this shit. Yo. Cause y'all making it about yourselves. Like y'all, like further, further than making it about yourselves, you're taking away from the authenticity of competition. Yes, absolutely. This is sports. This ain't a debate. De- I'm not trying to be funny. <laughs> you see more aggression in debates on fucking <laughs> right. ESPN yeah. than you see in basketball games. Yep. How the fuck we get here? Scottie Pippen legitimately dunked on Patrick Ewing, shoved him to the ground, walked over him, and then stepped the spike and said, sit your motherfucking <laughs> ass down. They had to send Scottie to prison. Yeah, Shaq caught Chris Dudley on the, on the block. Uh, from here, fluid, elbow, Duh. boom, dunk, boom. Get your bitch Shaq. ass out of here. <laughs> Chris Dillis, get his motherfucking ball. <laughs> Chris Dillis, get his motherfucking ball. Sean Kemp dunked on the nigga and straight pointed at the nigga. Like, you're to, and, and think about all three of those moments we just spoke on, they're infamous. They live forever. Yeah. Because that's what you get in competition. Terrell Owens. What do you think of when I say Terrell Owens? Oh, on the star. Running to the star. Oh, yeah. That's what the fuck. That's competition. Mm-hmm. I'm busting ass, nigga. I'm talking shit. Yeah. He ran back to that star the next time. What happened, nigga? Boom! <laughs> Your black ass Your off black the star. <laughs> <laughs> Before these bad rappers say, try that shit on the train. <laughs> like that's the way it go. So to see y'all strip that from from competition when you got the best athletes to ever exist. Think about back in the day. You had a unicorn. You had a Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. A Magic Johnson. Oh, Shaquille O'Neal. Now you got, like, two unicorns on every team. Let them niggas fly, yo. Let them do, like, let, let's get it cracking. Yeah. I want to see somebody fight. Jordan straight tried to choke Reggie Miller out. <laughs> they separated them and said, Mike, take your foul shots. You over here. Real shit. Like, let them motherfuckers go, man. Yeah, they're, they're killing the fun. They, it was a, it's too a, much control. It was a play the shit. other night in a Lakers game. I think it was last Friday's Lakers game. Somebody got the ball on the break, had a dunk. It was Jackson Hayes. Got the ball on the dunk. He pulled up on the rim because it was a fast break. He didn't know who was under him. I'm just like, yo, what the fuck is going on here? Can't do shit. What what, uh, DJ Pooh say on the wash? I can't say shit. (laughs) (laughs) I can't can't say shit. Yeah, Yeah, man. The the ref shit has been atrocious. I'm I'm really bad, man. Like, let these athletes go. And it's annoying because in hockey, you know, you can... Crack a nigga head open. You see the hockey player got his neck slit? Yeah. Get, like, and that, granted, that was an accident. Right. But it's just like, hockey, you can fight, you can rumble, you can curse, you can argue, because it's competition. Mm-hmm. That's and the then it throws a competition, you might got to still off on a nigga. That's competition. <laughs> That's competition. Seriously, when you competing, selling drugs on this corner with him, it somebody might get hit with a wrench. Yeah. That's that's competition. I hate to be that guy, but that's how it goes. So to see y'all do that with them is just like, come on, man. And it takes away to where fans are 
What in the words of Michael Irvin, we losing recipes. Losing recipes, yeah. yeah. And f- fans are opting out as because fans of are it. Just opting out because I, I don't want to watch this. Yeah, I, it's too hard for me to find the games. I watch the game. Motherfuckers is either on load management, even with the new rules. Yeah. Motherfuckers is either on load management or legitimately injured. And then the players that are playing, the star players, the refs are throwing them out at an alarming rate. Yeah, I'm not fucking. Going through all, I'm not going through HBO Max to click on Bleacher Report TV to watch a Thursday night game between Indiana and uh, Philly to see Joel Embiid and Tyrese Halliburton both get thrown out the fucking game, which is basically the equivalent of what's happening right now. It's so dumb. Yeah, it's bad. NBA need to get that shit together. It's so dumb, man. Uh, What's the big news topic going on this week? Uh, Grammy nominations is out. Okay. SZA leads all categories, nine nominations for her SOS album. Congratulations to SZA. Yes, congratulations to SZA. We once famously gave SZA album of the year. We did give SZA album of the year last year. Was that last year or year before? Was years ago. Two years ago. Two or three years ago, probably. Damn, has it been that long? Yeah, her album. She was had a lot of time in between albums. Okay. But yeah, for her, uh, whatever that that album was, with Love Galore and all them hit records on there, um... Dan, you could kill that timer, too. We just going to just let it run. You know what I'm saying? Because we still got topics to get to. That's just going to go off any minute now. It's only 20 minutes left. So, um, so yeah. So, you got SZA, nine nominations. Uh, the biggest snub that people are complaining about, including people in the music industry, no gunner. Mm. You didn't get a single nomination in no rap category whatsoever, despite Fuck You Mean being a top 10 record pretty much since the moment that it came out. I, I'm going there. Y'all get mad. Fuck You Mean. It's a huge record. It's omnipresent. That that was everything. I tried to avoid... If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. I can't avoid it. It's everywhere. I thought that was going to for sure get some time. Maybe not the album, but like, fuck you mean, was everywhere. Nothing. No. It was like anthem for like commercial, it felt like it. Just radio spots. It was every fucking Yeah, no, no, so no gunner. Carl Cherry uh, from from Spotify spoke out about that. He's just like, yo, that was a layup. Like, I don't understand how this happened or whatever. Um, Hmm. So, yeah, so no, uh, no gunner. I had a bunch of the nominees here that I I grabbed the uh, Jones. So just going off the, some of the the big categories in the black category. So album of the year, you got Boy Genius for the record, Janelle Monae, The Age of Pleasure, John Batiste, World Music Radio, Lana Del Rey. Did you know there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard? Molly Cyrus, Endless Summer Vacation, Olivia Rodrigo, Guts, SZA, SOS, and Teller Swift Midnights. I'm going to probably if I'm doing betting odds, I'm going to lean on Teller Swift. It's probably going to win album of the year. Yeah. She's she's just doing unprecedented. Not gonna lie, shit right I now. haven't heard half of that. Yeah, I didn't hear none of that shit. And I love Janelle Monet, but once she had her titties out for the ninety eighth day in a row, I just kind of opted out of the music. I, I, I didn't give Janelle Monet a lot of credit because we kind of like we 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 held it against her when she dressed like you know Dutch Schultz. Yeah, and to see her come out <laughs> of that. You know, she used to dress like a monster. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, see. Yeah, see? <laughs> you want to see these titties, huh? <laughs> Let me see these titties, see? I'll show you some titty. I'll never put a titty away, see? <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see? Yeah, see? See the problem is, see? You don't respect a girl when she, when she covers up. You don't respect when she's our titties either, see? <laughs> I don't know why I just envision Janelle Monet with, like, them Fred Astaire shoes with a Tommy 
But he said Kanye's level of influence, we could have had, he could have been the architect to do our own award shows, yeah. our build our own institutions, our own recording academy, all of that. And it would have been respected because of his level of genius. Mm-hmm. But he let his level of genius drive him crazy instead yeah. and go on fucking anti-Semitic rants and, you know, just picking battles with people on shit that really doesn't matter. Yeah, and it's weird because everything boils down to like race. Yeah. No matter what. It's like if you say something, you're a racist. If you don't say something, you're a race hater. If you're a race tra- it's all this bullshit. And it's like, no. At the end of the day, I'm talking about culture. I'm yeah. talking about the effects of music that I see. When I saw Lil Uzi, I Just Wanna Rock, I said the first time I was like, Oh, that's going to be a me- yeah. damn like you can't ignore that. It's infectious. Yeah, I don't dance, and I've shook my fucking hips. I think it's got shit. like seventy-five million views or something like yeah. that right now. Let me double check. Views? What are you talking about? On YouTube. Uh, I'm sorry, 126 million. Yeah, like, <laughs> like 126 million. Not to mention it's probably at three billion streams or something like that. I'm just talking about seeing it sweep. The, the nation. Yeah. Where it's like, wait a minute. How did we get here yeah. from that? Like, I'm sorry. I don't see that from these other records. And they might do it. They might do it in these different areas or towns or whatever. Yeah. But when I look up and I see NBA players pregame warm up doing the shake the hips to the I just want to rock. Yeah. When I see NFL players doing it, when they score touchdowns, when I see fucking Beyonce doing it at her yeah. concert where this is the biggest concert on the fucking planet outside of the Taylor Swift. How is the Uzi sh- not like that? That it, I don't know. The, the residual effect of Uzi's record is all of those things you named. And it's a, it's an musical influence where scar lip, who's the toughest young man I've ever seen in the history of hip hop is putting out a blick record. <laughs> Fucking Coyle Ray and Lola Brooke just put out a Blick record. Blueface jumped on a remix to one of two rare records because now there's economy around these fucking Blick records. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where it was a novelty. Oh, that's some TikTok bullshit, whatever, whatever. And Uzi made the shit big and made it mainstream to open it up for all of the young Philly artists. So, like you said, if that doesn't deserve a nomination, and fuck winning, just a nomination, and recognition for the craze that this fucking record created. Like, we just on some bullshit, and we just need either our own institutions or we need more influence in the one that exists, more penetration Straight in up. the one that exists. I got to redo my parking. Oh, yeah, no, that shit is serious. You get, get, get crazy down here. You get wild. Um, so, yeah, so that was unfortunate. So let's look at some of the other categories. So that was record of the year, song of the year, which I've never understood the difference between the two, but whatever. But it's basically the same. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It's I, basically I, the same fucking people. Billie Eilish, what was I made for? Dua Lipa, Dance the Night, John Baptiste, Butterfly, Lana Del Rey, A&W, Miley Cyrus, Flowers Again, Olivia Rodrigo, Vampire Again, SZA, Kill Bill Again, Teller Swift, Antihero Again. So that's that. Uh, best new artist. We got a lot of black representation here, so shout out to that. Coco Jones, who I love. If you're out there, we would love to interview, and I would love to smell you. Hello, Coco Jones. Okay. Uh, Gracie Abrams. Uh, Fred again, dot, dot, whoever that is. Uh, Ice Spice. Jelly Roll, who gave a very impassionate speech the other night at the Country yeah. Music Awards that went viral and touched the whole hood. Uh, Noah Cahan, Victoria Monet, and The War and Treaty are all nominated for Best New Artist. So they've expanded a lot of these categories. Historically, it was only like four or five nominees. And now you're getting seven, eight, nine nominees in these categories because I guess, you know, a lot of people um, 
are being pushed for by multiple people at the same type of rate. Uh, all right, I don't really care about the Pop Jones. Uh, best African music performance, Asake and Olamide. Ama Piano was the name of the song. Um, Aria Star, Rush, Burner Boy, City Boys, uh, David O featuring Musa Keys, Unavailable, and Tyler Water. Water is probably going to win that award. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. She's like the biggest uh, Afro female Afrobeats artist in history already off of one song. Really? Yeah, she has the most monthly listeners in Spotify history for a female Afrobeats artist. She's kicking ass. I'm looking at the, the year from, from hip-hop and mm-hmm. rap. When I typed in best hip-hop song 2023, you know what came up first? I just want to rock. No, Gunna. Fuck you me. Oh, Gunna, fuck you me, yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. was number two? Uzi, I just want to <laughs> rock. Number three, All My Life, Lil Dirk. Number four, Paint the Town Red from Doja Cat. Number five, and I forgot all about this. Put it on the floor again. Mm. Where did you go in Earth where you could escape Rip me, me out, out the, the plastic. plastic. I've yeah. been acting Nowhere. brand new. You couldn't go to space. In you the couldn't winter. go anywhere. I saw a concert where the fucking people in the crowd had plastic bags on their head. <laughs> yeah, real shit. Risking suffocation <laughs> for a moment. I've seen it. So it just it, it's just nonsense to me, man. I, I hate these award Jones at times. Did, what did you, did they do the rap category? Uh, I'm about to pull the rap. At the time when I went through it, uh, the rap categories was still. Uh, was still uploading, so I'm pretty sure Nas album, some uh, did Drake get a knot for her loss? Oh, I wasn't even thinking about her loss. Yeah, okay, I think yeah, he missed the he missed the deadline for uh for this year for uh for for uh, for all the dogs. I'm looking at it now. Utopia's on there. Yeah, Utopia came out summertime. I think the cutoff is like August, whatever the fuck. Oh, okay, is the cutoff. Um, all right. I don't know what that is. So, all right. So I did have some rap categories. I just didn't have all of them. So the rap category that I had best melodic rap performance, Burner Boy featuring 21 Savage sitting on top of the world. Amazing record. Doja Cat attention. Drake and 21 Savage spin bout you. Lil Dirk featuring J. Cole all my life and SZA low. So I don't understand how SZA is getting a melodic rap performance nomination. Whatever. Like. I love SZA, Go Girl. I love the BBL. I don't. It doesn't even matter. Yeah, SZA point. looks amazing. She looks amazing. So fuck it. Nominate her for some more rap shit. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Uh, best R&B album, Babyface, Girls Night Out, Coco Jones, What I Didn't Tell You, Who I'm Hoping She Wins, Emily King, Special Occasion, Summer Walker, Clear 2, The Soft Life EP, and Victoria Monet, Jaguar 2. I'm pulling for Coco Jones or Victoria Monet in that category. Um, best rap song is Attention, Doja Cat, Barbie World, Nikki and Ice Spice. I just want to rock Uzi, Rich Flex, Drake, Drake and Twenty One. 
Scientists and engineers, Killer Mike 3000 Future. And I knew that was going to get a nomination. Yeah, yeah I mean, Uzi's going to win that. Or yeah. at least he should. Uh, best R&B performance. We got Chris Brown, Summer Too Hot, a record that I love. Coco Jones, I See You, which is probably the favorite. Robert Glasper featuring Sir and Alex Isley, Back to Love. SZA, Kill Bill, and Victoria Monet, How Does It Make You Feel? I haven't heard that record. Yeah, I just think at the end of the day... It, and I hate to say that it needs to be a black award because I don't think that's the answer. I just think there need to be an award. There needs to be an award show that is culturally relevant and yes. respected by the artists and people who are in the industry. Like, let's be real here. I know we make jokes about the Source Awards, but they had a good thing. They had going. a great thing. But you know, when Dave Mays ruined it, they, they had under, a great thing. They un, I'm talking about the Source Awards. They understood it. Yeah. Like, and you look at the Source Awards. The biggest shit in hip hop was Death Row and Bad Boy. Yeah. And somehow we had Suge Knight, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Biggie, Puffy, Junior Mafia, Pac wasn't there because of the jail, mm -hmm. but Snoop and them was there, Nas was there. Everyone was there. And that was where Andre 3000 got up and said, yo, the South okay, South. everybody's yeah. here. But if you do a BT Awards or whatever, it's like, it's Fat Joe here hosting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nori might be here. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Big Mike. <laughs> Big Mike. You know what I mean? Uh, Killer Mike may be here. Big Boy here, but 3,000 not. Yeah, 3,000 is on a journey through uh, Milan. Jay not. Kanye not. Nas not. And it's just like, y'all have to give a fuck. Like, everybody always says this, oh, we need our own award shows. And it's like, well, yeah, you can do that with ease, but you need to get the people who are participating to participate. Absolutely. That's the thing. When I cut on the MTV Awards and I see Beyonce sitting next to Jay, sitting next to Ye, sitting next to Kim Kardashian, that wouldn't happen. You know what I'm saying? Remember the year Jay came to the BT Hip Hop Awards and everybody the lost one. they fucking money? That was the, like, I, I, that was the men live, like, women live, numbers, numbers don't. don't. That yeah. was, I think that was the first Hip Hop Awards. Yeah. Jay looked around and was like, I don't know if I'm doing this. I again. ain't going to be back here. <laughs> I don't know. These niggas stink. Like, what is that? <laughs> is, is, is that Chanel Blue? You <laughs> weird? Niggas, like, dang. These niggas stink. Who got a little Dior Savage? <laughs> this is awful. My whole roasting. <laughs> I can't, be a, I can't Blue. be a part of this. Yeah, man. But that's the thing. You got to get everybody in a room. You got to get Rick Ross and 50 Cent in a fucking auditorium. Yeah. You got to get Dr. Dre to come to the auditorium. You got to get Puffy. You got to get Nori and Joe But You got to get Real everybody shit. of the culture in a room and give out awards. And the reality of that, has, like, it, we, we just reached a point where it's like, you you 50 and Ross are still at each other next. Yes. And it's just like... Ross just did an interview with Complex and said 50 was broke and he's a loser and he probably need a job. So it's just it's just going to be... <laughs> in 2023. It's just going to be very hard to get everybody to participate in something. And because of that, you're going to keep having these moments with the Grammys where people are dissing the Grammys this year, then the next year they back. Yeah. Then they, they all fuck the Grammys. I'm never coming back to oh, this oh, shit. Oh, damn, I won? Oh, shit. Yeah, damn, they got the job. All right, yeah, I come. Like, you know, it's, it's just crazy. But like... You look at Drake, where somebody who's impacted music to the point where he has the most billboard entries ever. Drake has more billboard entries than Glee. Yeah. And he said on a new album, 100 nominations, only five Grammys. This is crazy. Yeah, it's not representative. The war show itself is not representative of what's going on in the culture at large. And not even uh, of the culture at large. It's not, represent it's not representative of what's going to be here. Yeah. Biggie and Pac have everlasting music that is just not Grammy award winning. Yeah. Snoop Dogg had Grammy Award music that just, Snoop didn't get a Grammy for Gin and Juice. 
Gin and juice is going to be around for the next 700 million years. Yeah. It ain't going nowhere. You look at these new songs that come out where it's like, you don't, do you, do you like BMF from Rick Ross? That's going nowhere. It ain't get no Grammy. Right. That didn't. Yeah, hustling from Rick Ross. It ain't, ain't going, going nowhere. 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 Soul Survivor from Jeezy ain't going no motherfucking where. Nowhere. Jeezy just did a, what, 20 year anniversary? Or, a, uh, not 20 year anniversary. He did the, uh, TM 101 with the, the Atlanta Orchestra. Yeah. Like, yeah, Atlanta Symphony Orchestra. Like, did a fucking trap album with an orchestra. <laughs> yeah. Cello motherfucking violins, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. You want a cello? You want a cello? Let me fuck it up this time. Yeah. So it's like these, these moments aren't going nowhere. And to see them constantly not get acknowledged and people just be like, oh, well, maybe next year I'll get a yeah. nomination is like, yo, man, miss me with that shit. Like, yeah, so last category that we probably care about, producer of the year, non-classical, uh, Daniel Nigro, whoever that is, uh, Dernst, D-Mile, Emil II, Hit Boy, Jack Antonoff, and Metro Boomin. So hopefully Metro or Hit Boy uh, win that award. Yeah, Hit Boy, I think, is doing enough now with the Nas albums and shit. Yeah, this, that Metro Boomin album had a lot of legs, man. It surprised me how commercially it performed and just stayed on the chart. It's still on the charts now, I think in the top 15 or whatever the fuck. It came out Speaking in December. Of still on the charts. You know, Kendrick has had like the longest running the album in hip hop history with Good Kid or whatever. And it's just like th- that right there. Didn't Good Kid lose, lose the Macklemore? Yeah. And it's just like. Macklemore ain't stopped apologizing since. And, and just like, <laughs> like, yo, straight up. <laughs> In McDonald's, can I take your order? I just want to apologize. apologize. I'm number six. My album wasn't better than Kendrick Seriously. Lamar. I don't know what they was doing. But, thinking. like, that's what I'm saying. The staying power of Good Kid Mad City lost a Grammy to somewhere. It's just like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, so, but, you know, I, I know people, as fucked up as it is, the Grammy Awards validate careers. Yeah. Motherfuckers get nominated, and your Grammy nominated rapper smacked this whole, like, that's right. what the news yeah. is. You know, so Big Killer smacked this whole part four. So yeah, I, I get it and I understand it, but and there's there and there's there should be more to your large point, right? There should be more responsibility on the Grammys and the Recording Association of America to get it right because there's so much economy tied to being nominated, but more importantly, winning a Grammy. My thing is, I I, I don't want to keep beating a dead horse, but it's like, who are you to one be a judge? Of this culture. Yeah. If you don't, under, like, I used to say that shit with driving the bus. If you've never driven the 33 or really don't understand what's going on on 19th and Sedgley or 21st in York or 22nd in Susquehanna, you really can't tell nobody about, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can't like, really register a formed, it, it, it informed doesn't opinion. It sense to you. You're just looking at the, the macro mm-hmm. instead of what's going on block to block, door to door. Yeah. And that's kind of how this music works, where, again, Olivia Rodrigo might sell more records than, uh, 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 rip me out the plastic. I've been acting. Oh, mulatto. Mulatto. She might sell more records than her or have a bigger first week or whatever, but it's like, rip me out the plastic. I've been acting brand new. Became a that became a thing yeah. in Earth where I don't see that from these other people. And like I just said, the point I'm using Taylor Swift for all the commerce around her. When it comes time for your Apple commercial. You need the Jumpman record playing because that's easily recognizable to all of industry and all of Earth. That's just, I'm sorry. What what do you think about uh, what Taylor Swift is doing right now with re-recording all of these albums and re 
releasing them and then re going number one or whatever all over again. You know, you know what's funny is I, I actually went back the other day because I've been listening to a lot of Drink Champs because I like them. You yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like Nori and FN. Ain't it crazy how we're we're back to drink champs? Like, yeah, because <laughs> at the end of the day, I think that one, they just have the relationships to bring the people on, and I like the people they bring on yeah. and talk to. And then you know, because Nori's so silly and it's Nori, he gets them in a different element than you know a lot of other people can. But I was listening to the original Irv and Ja Rule episode, mm-hmm. like the one before Irv came back, yeah, and the one where Irv got in all the trouble, yeah, 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 yeah. and. Taylor Swift is doing what Irv was talking about Ashanti was trying to do. With Re-record them. the Masters. And Taylor Swift kind of figured out, yo, I'm Taylor Swift. Yeah. I go to the fucking Chiefs game, and I'm all the fuck people care about yeah, when Patrick Mahomes is down there. Yeah, the greatest quarterback since Tom Brady is playing, but 17 million people are watching to see what I'm wearing and what I'm doing. You see what I'm saying? Travis Kelsey jersey, what it did, a 4,000% increase? <laughs> Jason Kelsey was on the, the podcast, and he was like, yo, if I get one more motherfucking question about my brother, and Taylor was like, nigga, you know the motherfuckers used to be calling in, yeah, Jake, would you say Jake from Valley Forge? <laughs> long time, time yeah. <laughs> All right, so what are we going to do about this motherfucking uh, Raiders offensive line next week, Jake? Like, that's how it be. Now that's all they care about. Like, Taylor Swift is it. She know that. Jake, Jake from Broomall. I'm a long-haul trucker. I'm all over here in Oklahoma right now. The night of my... Uh, <laughs> I'm about to tell you. The night, the weekend of my wedding dinner, remember, we, there was no hotel rooms mm-hmm. in the city because Kev was like, yeah, I'm going to get a room at the Four Seasons. I'm like, Four Seasons, book. He's like, what? Man, I got people over. I'm getting a room at Four Seasons. You tripping. He called, he called me back. Like, I ain't getting a room. I ain't getting no room at Four Seasons. I'm like, Taylor Swift concert yeah. that weekend. She had three shows. Bro, we left from the dinner. We went out that night, whatever, whatever. Me and Lee wound up getting a hotel downtown because, you know, I had pulled some credit card point bullshit. Bro, it was so many people in sequin boots and cowboy hats mm-hmm. running the fuck around. And it was just like, yo, what the fuck is going on? It was like we were in, the, in like a sea of Swifties, yo. Yeah. That shit was crazy. And it's just like she's really it to them. So I get it. But... I, me personally, I'm not mad at it. It's like, yo, Scooter Braun did what he did. Yeah, you know what I'm she saying? she she made a smart business move. I, I've had multiple feelings about it. Scooter she, Braun to me did what Michael Jackson did with the Beatles. Yes. Why the fuck you bring me here for with shit that's for sale and you know I'm papered up? Right. You ever see that video where Mike was shopping in the show? <laughs> yeah. He said, "Is it for sale?" He said, "It's for sale." Sold this mine's. We get two of these. On this like, nigga, I got paper. Yeah. Why you bring me here where they selling shit? You know I got all this paper. Scooter has gotten richer than Justin Bieber. Oh. Through acquisitions and Paul smart McCarty business. Took though. that nigga in there. They said, "Up for sale now." It's the Beatles catalog. Mike, Mike, like. <laughs> It got to put my hand just up. Whatever the fucking language. Yeah, whatever the number is, just come, just look over here. Just come back to me. Straight up. Fuck him. Come back to me. Scooter Braun had it. He sold it. Got the paper. Yeah, so, I mean, tell her, tell her made a smart business move and basically attempting attempt to take her power back and devalue the masters by re recording the songs and all of that and redoing the album. What's interesting about it is we're now in an era where she's re going number mm-hmm. one, re-having a Hot 100 single and all of that old shit. She sold 1.189 million copies of a reissue of an album because that's how strong her influence is. But it's like, for me, if I'm an artist that 
I'm putting out a new original album. I'm pissed that I got to go against this and it still counts for Billboard and all of that. And I'm missing a number one or a top five or whatever. And I might have a bonus or some shit tied to where my album debuts and Taylor Swift come through and debut four songs in the top fucking ten with some old shit and it still counts. And it's just like, well, it's not a cover because it's her Mm -hmm. song again. So it's like artistically... I kind of feel for the other artists in the field because it's like, how do you compete against that? You really can't because it's an empathetic play attached to it. The shit is performing better now than it did on the original release. Do you feel like the Kanye thing helped or hurt? Completely helped. Okay, so it's not me. It completely helped. It made her America's sweetheart. Right. It's like there's always going to be this like, Angry black man, crazy, dainty, Hennessy. dainty white flower. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Black man in leather. <laughs> yeah. Drunk off the Henny. Timberlands? Yeah. Unlaced? <laughs> black butters? <laughs> Did you see his girlfriend? Guy ain't really, really showed up on nigga time. Yes. She had on a snakeskin bodysuit. Did you? She doesn't have any hair. Oh, no, man. That nigga had on black butters yes. with a bottle of Henny on the And a leather <laughs> shirt. A leather button down. Looking like the cousin of motherfucking the nigga on waiting to exhale. That's what he looked like. I remember my homie was <laughs> like, Kanye had on some shit that Lim would have wore from Soul Food. <laughs> 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 like, yo, real shit. Yeah, yo, right. Yo. This all my life yo. ass outfit you got on. Like, <laughs> this how do you want it ass fit Kanye had on. <laughs> It definitely came through with a pocket out there. That's crazy. Ooh, it's Casey, baby. Yo, yo, Black Butters Henny and literally did that to like a young white woman. Yes. And because of that, I'm not saying the girl ain't talented, but I think there's always going to be this like, oh, attached to Taylor Swift. Yeah. And I think that's where Ye was going when he did uh, Famous mm-hmm. on Life of Pablo. Yeah. And of course, that didn't go over well. That backfired. Yeah, damn. Oh, oh, shit, that ain't working. Oh, man. Leak the phone calls. Phil <laughs> <laughs> so got some shit he won't play on the iPhone. <laughs> Straight up. That ain't work. That man. didn't work. Thought y'all thought that was cute. Nah, <laughs> they like, that didn't work. Um... But I think at the end of the day, Taylor Swift, because of all these different things, has amassed a following behind her. Yeah. Where it's deeper than music. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of these things now, these these hives are kind of ridiculous. The Beehive, the Rihanna, what is it? The Navy. The Navy, yeah. The uh the Chris Brown got a hive? I guess the Bloods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fruits. Yeah. I guess. Uh, <laughs> hey, speaking Fruit of Town. Uh, did you see G Herbo uh, apparently wants to rumble Chris Brown or something? They, they cleared it up. They okay. said, yeah, 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 yeah. I had I had a stack on the breezy money line. I was trying to get I was trying to get DraftKings to open the sports. I'd have took up. breezy a negative seven. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, like Chris Brown is shaped like a motherfucker, man. Yeah, that nigga could do backflips off of one foot. Yeah, like yeah, you don't want no running start. That's some no Bruce Lee shit. That's yeah. a different level of athleticism. Yeah. I, I had a tweet. My tweet went up. I said, I said, G Herbo going to find out the hard way that Chris Brown whooped niggas too. Remember, remember Kevin Hart was like, he got in a fight years ago and nigga was arguing with his mama. And he's like, the nigga hold up and slapped his thighs. He's like, I never seen a nigga sleep. He, he said, we started getting to this nigga. Yeah, yeah. About the sumo, you yeah. nut But, you know, when it comes to these hives, it, 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 
is power in that. Yeah. Real so, shit. you know, you're able to do just about like Taylor Swift had the number one movie. Beyonce, I think, is going to add a number one movie when she did like that. That that's a different level of power where yeah. you can just go do anything and people are going to go behind you. And I think behind all of the dumb shit that went on, she got like the best and biggest squadron yeah. that ain't going nowhere because it's tied into people's children. Right. Like when I saw that shit, a lot of them people who's going to that concert and coming from the concert, it was people our age with their kids. Yeah, whole families. Whole families going to that shit. Yeah. So it's. Uh, Duh. So it's like once you got shit like that where it's like, think about it. My dad and them went to like, you know, the Dells at fucking Hollywood. A lot you didn't want to go. Uh, no, that was before I was born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a lot of people don't know Hollywood Cleaners on 22nd Street. That used to be a theater. Mm -hmm. Like that was a real big place where a lot of yeah. people performed the shit. It was called the Hollywood. So like they would, you remember my dad from 21st and Diamond. They would go to there to see their concerts. And then once they became old acts, they go to the Dell. I'm not going to sit in that grass. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. On the flip side, us going to Rough Riders and Cash Money or the No Way Out Tour yeah. or Powerhouse, my dad is not coming to fuck There's there. very, that's a great point you're making. There's very few artists that relate from the four-year-old up to the grandmother. Michael Jackson, they, they always said to Joan, it was like Jamie Foxx, like he went, you gotta listen to it. He talks about when he went to see Michael Jackson in Texas Stadium in 19... I think it was 81. It was like one of the last shows Damn. he did with the Jackson 5. But Jamie Foxx was like, I was in that motherfucker, and I'm talking about from 8 to 80. He's like, I've never seen no shit like yeah. that. Like, 8-year-olds and 80-year-olds know every word to this motherfucker. And he was like, well, the, the Jackson 5 came out, they was up on a mountain, and then Randy came out, so it was all six of them. He was like, and these niggas started walking down the mountain. First step. Yeah. Second step. He said they jumped and they hit that stage. It was pandemonium in that <laughs> He said grown niggas was passing the yeah. fuck out. But it's different. like, yeah, when you can get a whole entire family load. Yeah, five generations of people. Once you get to that point, you, you're strong in the yeah. streets. You know what I mean? So, you know, you look at back in the day, the, the influence to the older folks was Ralph Abernathy, and you know MLK and Malcolm X. Yeah. Our generation, we 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 kind of looked up to like meet Jesus. We ridiculous. And the young people, they don't give a fuck about them dudes. Who at are they? all? At all? Nigga, you ain't smirk or a young boy. What the fuck is like? They don't give a fuck about this shit. So it's it's hard in our culture to get something that resonates with that many people. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like honestly, to be fair, Kanye West was like. He was on his way. He was the closest one. He was the closest one to being like older people. Like I remember, like I remember my aunts and my uncles loved Jesus Walks. Like they loved that fucking yeah. song. And then they started listening to him. And my dad was like, "Oh man, he remade the the Shaka Khan, the Through the Wire. I like that." And because the soul samples, you know that chipmunk shit. And then when Kanye kind of started going off the the rail, remember the, the Jay Z? You're like, all right, <laughs> like all right now, it's, like it's going a little left. Yeah, and you know we don't really have that like that person. Honestly, Beyonce is probably it. Yeah, but even her, her music goes so far and goes into so many different places to where there be times where she lose us. Yeah, because it's like, well, I'm not, I'm not going that far into yeah, you, the you, techno you, you, or yeah, the house you, music. You, you, you all the way out there. Now. Yeah, like I, I'm not going that far in there. Even Drake, Drake had it to where like around that nothing was the same time was like everybody pretty much is in on Drake music. Yeah. But then you have these moments of like 
the house music, even this new album where I've seen a lot of people who just genuinely don't like some of the music on there. Yeah. Me personally, I liked it. I'm a Drake fan. I yeah. like a lot of his stuff. I like me. Per- I like singing Drake almost more than I like rapping Drake. I mean, I think that's the point where I'm at too. Because I listen to it for a different type. I've of listened interview. to members only more times than anything else on that. On the album. new joint yeah. with a party. Yeah, party smoked. That. Smoked it. He walked smoked on that joint. Smoked that joint. I, you know, me personally, my favorite joint on there is become Joe Picasso. You know what I mean? That's yeah. just that. That is just that's excellent. Yeah, that is excellent. Nah, but there's there's some some to the not this isn't a Drake talk, but to the point of that album, there's some very very good songs. Very on there. good. There's very some forgettable good. songs on there, but uh, there's some. But this, when it's good, it's great. Yeah, it, it's very very good. The, the the disgust he has for that hoe on Drew Picasso, <laughs> I feel that. You know what I'm saying? And I like I don't give a fuck. Right? I don't fuck give. I, I don't I, give a fuck. It's, but it's worded wrong, ain't it? No, it's I D G A F. I don't give a fuck. I thought I was reading. I got dyslexia. Because so. I swear to God, I was reading one day and I was like, yo, that does not say I D G A F. Like, that's funny as shit. But yeah, man, I just think Taylor Swift has reached the point where she just has such an influence over people. She can do whatever she wants. Yeah. Taylor Swift could come out with Thriller tomorrow and not sing none of Michael Jackson's part. She'd just be the bitch who was with my. <laughs> right. <laughs> my first guy, man, Taylor Swift. Three million first yeah, week. Just, that's just what it is, man. You got to let her go. So, no, I, I applaud Taylor in a lot of different ways because she has been at the forefront of yeah, artists' rights. I really rights. have dyslexia. I thought that said yeah. something else. She's been at the forefront of artists' rights when it comes to this streaming shit from day one. Mm-hmm. Basically, like, she refused to put her music on streaming sites for a long time mm-hmm. until she's like, yo, the splits need to be different. Like, this is weird. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't understand this. Like, my people want to buy tangible product from mm-hmm. me, stuff like that. Like, fuck this. This is a separate deal from my <laughs> regular music industry structured deal. I, I keep it a buck with you. Taylor Swift, like, like, you talk about GOAT status. Like, this is how you know the power and the influence you have nowadays. If in this stream-heavy shit with YouTube, Spotify, app, all this shit, if you can still sell real hard physical copies. Yeah. And Taylor Swift is one of the people where she might sell, like, 1.2 million the first week, and that shit be, like, 500,000 physical copies. Remember Kendrick did like six fifty first week and half of them was physical. physical yeah. Like that's some big shit. Yeah, we need to touch this. This yeah. is we need to. What's, I, I, I got to have it in my I hand. I need some K dot dust on me. Like I don't I need to know. Remember what's going Fresh on. Prince when Will gave Carlton his black book and Carlton started. So going. I can feel it. I can feel it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stupid as shit. Hey, real quick, can I give a shout out to the funniest man on Instagram right now? I said it before. All right, when Drewski do something, I don't, I don't laugh at everything. Yeah. But when he does something funny, I fall the fuck out. This could have been record shit. It's amazing. Is yo. the funniest shit. Them auditions are gold, nigga. I'm like, where is he getting these motherfuckers from? <laughs> Absolute like, gold. Where my is nigga. he getting these people from, man? He had the two dwarfs on there. I, I got to remind myself to say dwarfs because that's the proper joint. When she said, she did her rap and said, something, something, we don't do the bars. He said, you talking about him, right? <laughs> he leaned over to the security guard. He said, he said, he said you'll hit that shit, won't oh, you? Man. He said, I, I would. That shit tooted. That shit tooted. tooted. <laughs> she walked over and said, get your little brother. <laughs> That shit too. That nigga is a fucking The one fool, bull man. showed up with all that fake jewelry. He said, Birdman sent me to come holler at you. <laughs> Did you see the one in Miami where the, the, 
the nigga walked in. He was real like strange. Like he was like real street nigga, real real like real just stiff. And Drewsy was like, "Yo, you all right?" He was like, "Yeah, man, I ain't here for that fuck shit, nigga." He took the hood back, whatever. He's like, "You signed, man. I don't. I don't. You signed. I don't want hit nothing. Just go ahead." And the nigga was like, "Let me read his contract. Man, make sure he ain't fucking around." Ninety nine percent, one percent. What the fuck is that? He was like, one percent for me. Looking around, he's like, "This some bullshit, fam." He like, "All right, man, I, I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> this nigga's an idiot, man. <laughs> Did you see when they started rumbling outside? Yes, man. He got up like, "Yo, let me go see what the fuck going on out here." And the whole time he was going to talk to the chick that was in there. Just <laughs> <laughs> he's an idiot. It it's one of the funniest. Original, yes, things on Instagram. Where it's not him playing off something else, or it's him just being silly as shit, yeah. giving him a chance. And to it be, has so much legs to it. It's, like, it's, it's just it has excellent. so so much legs, and there's so many different places he could take the shit because he's like creating like a could have been records universe uh-huh. around this yeah. shit to the point where now Birdman is involved in this shit. The the, the Birdman <laughs> and him on live, it, it yo know, so many people sent it to me. And, like, I had to tell no bullshit. If 21 <laughs> people sent it to me, I had to tell 21 people that that's a joke. It's a joke. It's it a... was, like, the biggest joke that no one got. Yes. Everyone just missed it. Yes. And I'm like, bruh, I don't know Birdman. I never met him. I, I, I have it on good authority that Birdman is, is who he say he be about. Yeah. Right? Be 32. Be at you. You're not jumping online and playing around about Birdman. Unless he signed off on your shit. You need pre-authorization for that. Long ago. That's just reality. You need a pre-auth form for that. Yeah. And to see them play it up and ham it up so much to the point where, like, you can almost see Birdman almost crack in the the live. He almost fell apart. And he's even telling me, yeah, I like what you're doing. You know, I come down and we we get you under the umbrella. You know, we could all make money off this. (laughs) Birdman is playing. He was playing. He was playing. Uh, I saw this shit last night. Young Legend said it to me. And I saw the joint on Birdman's story. I was like, yeah, caught this nigga slipping yeah, with yeah. the picture of his chain. I screamed no. for seven minutes straight. And even that, people today are like, yo, yo it, I seen the video. It's real. It really. <laughs> and I'm like, Birdman is a executive <laughs> in the music industry who has sold a billion records. Why would he rob a nigga and then go on the Instagram and, and be like, crime? <laughs> hey, Look at this crime I just committed. <laughs> hey, FBI. <laughs> yeah. There's a valid You see the transition. Like he, yeah. <laughs> it looks like a scene from Taken. Like, y'all <laughs> can't think this it's is such, real. It's such a good joke that, like, Duh. no one is getting. It's hilarious. I think, I think there's a level of, like, people want to hate Birdman. For a number of reasons. Mm-hmm. For the shit that went on with Wayne, because he recently had the thing with Gil. Like, people want a reason to dislike Birdman. Yeah, man. The f- Breakfast Club shit, uh-huh. all of that. Like, because he presents as this super serious figure, I think people believe, like, he doesn't have any sense of humor. Dog, dog. And in reality, the nigga is hilarious. Like, if you watch Baller Blocking and all of that, <laughs> you have to understand. T.K. Kirkland and all, you have to get that these niggas are funny. They're playing around. Hilarious, man. So to me, it's like it's like honestly one of the best Instagram jokes ever. Yeah. Because it's flying over so many people's <laughs> yes. heads. He's like, what's the could have been record shit you doing, nephew? He's like, I've I've been meaning the trademark. How the fuck you gonna trademark? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I've been meaning the trademarks. <laughs> They silly as shit. Them two together, man. It's excellent. <laughs> it's absolutely excellent, yo. But it's like, yeah, it's like a big ass spoof of themselves. Yes. It's like spoofing Birdman and Birdman fucking with it, playing along yes. with it. It's like driving people insane because <laughs> yeah. they like really can't understand that this shit is a joke. It's crazy as hell. It's fucking genius. It's like people wanted to be real. <laughs> like they don't it's know genius. what they make of it's it. It's genius because they could they could easily do like. They could turn it into a film. Yes. They, it's all kinds of shit you could do with it. And he, go, you know, Drewski's on tour doing comedy. Yeah. And the whole stage, he's got like, could have been records, coffins. And it's just crazy <laughs> as shit what he's doing. So I fucks with it. I think it's... Nah, it, Drewski is brilliant, By man. far and away, it's some of the... Like, I sat there the other day and I watched like two 30-minute <laughs> yeah. audition clips. He told a young boy, he said, uh... He said, he said you ain't gonna say nothing, right? Yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna tell nobody, right? Sign right here. Put your name right here. The what? And, and after you sign this, I want you to go in your mom's purse. Get the debit card. You whichever one, whatever one she used the most. Get that one. Bring it to me. Yo, Bring man. it to me. He, the one chick, it was, it was it was either Houston or Miami, one of them. But she was like all dressed in like goth shit. Yeah. And she got done. He was like, you, 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 you listen to uh what's the girl name? Uh, oh, paint I'm, the town red. Doja Cat. Was like, it was two was, girls. Yeah, he was like, you listen to Doja Cat, don't you? And she was like, yeah. He was like, get out of here, man. <laughs> we with that work, devil worship. Get some Jesus in your life, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I think it's psycho. <laughs> yeah, we ain't with that devil worship and shit. Drewski is great, man. <laughs> he funny as hell with that. Drewski is a riot. Yeah, I, I find that to be supremely entertaining. I watched like no bullshit, like a good hour long at the magicians. Yeah, I, like, I had nothing to do. That shit was hilarious. So I, I like it. I think it's a real good joke. What else is popping? Uh, I got. We got to talk about this Earl Thomas situation. Yeah, what the fuck happened with Earl Thomas? So there's a story that broke yesterday. Uh, yeah, uh, Super Bowl champion. This is the headline: Super Bowl champion Earl Thomas falls victim to 1.9 million dollar scam after his identity was stolen by his ex-wife's boyfriend. I wonder how that happened. In latest blow for former NFL star whose house burnt down last year. Here's the story via the Daily Mail. The boyfriend of Super Bowl champion Earl Thomas's ex-wife has been arrested for stealing the NFL star's identity in an alleged $1.9 million scam. Kevin J. Thompson, who was in a relationship with Nina Thomas, Earl's ex-wife, was taken in by the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office back in June. Part NOLA.com, Thompson is alleged to have cashed Thomas's NFL checks, stolen from his bank account, and transferred car ownership for a number of vehicles. He is being charged with identity theft, forgery, money laundering, credit card fraud, computer fraud, and bank fraud. It is also reported that Thompson used a driver's license with his own photo, but the Seahawk icon information which he then used to create a phony bank account so this nigga went full catch me if you can basically <laughs> he went full frank abagnale and he's been arrested since june and i guess the story the case is progressing now so now the story is like public knowledge and it's just coming out makes it even more funny and ironic because there was a whole thing about Earl Thomas getting caught cheating on his wife like two years ago. That was then what she, I was going to bring then she, up. Then she took him back or whatever. And Reddy brought it up yesterday on Twitter. And I'm like, bruh, obviously she needed to take him back because she couldn't get another nigga on his level because the new boyfriend had to scam the ex-husband 
in order to create any economy for their fucking ass. I'm, so clearly she needed to stay with Earl and get cheated on. I remember I had a tweet that went viral. Remember when the Seahawks was going to release him? Yeah. And I was like, oh, I can't wait to have him on the Cowboys. And one of my homies, he like hit me on Twitter. And he was like, you really think he you really think he would fit with the Cowboys? I'm like, the man had an orgy during COVID where his wife bust in, put a pistol in his face and pistol with one of the girls he was having an orgy with. <laughs> Sounds like a cowboy to me. <laughs> I was like, Sound like a cowboy to me. I was like, sign that nigga up. And it's like, yeah, didn't she burst in during the orgy mm-hmm. and pistol whip the bitch? So it's yeah. just like, how we get here to where it's like, now y'all done broken up yep. and you running around doing some for my man mm-hmm. shit exactly. with the new with the new J. Thompson, <laughs> like, who's been in jail since fucking June, and it's like, yo, if me and, if me and my wife split, and I looked up and saw her with Dan, and Dan is like using my ID, <laughs> just be like, all right, man, like, did you ever like me? Cause what the fuck, you doing a lot, you doing a lot. Yo. I gotta got some pussy on the side. Yeah, but this is this is a, bit ah, a little orgy during a little COVID. Orgy. Like, ain't, ain't hurt nobody. We was all having orgies during COVID, huh? Oh, he got out. Uh, j- <laughs> with Earl. <laughs> this is crazy. Dan is our street our liaison. Our scam, scam liaison. Scam adjacent <laughs> liaison. Whenever we need some factual <laughs> shit about jail and crime, Dan is no, right there. No, because the thing is, scamming started in 1709. That was the first scam of record. You know that the Secret Service was invented to, to for counterfeit. That's scam nothing to do with protecting the president. That's a true fact, too, people that don't know. Secret Service was created for... Uh, counterfeiting, yeah. not to protect the president. But that's the type of shit Dan will tell you. But yeah, no, I, Earl Thomas, I just really wish he would have came to the Cowboys. Ah, man, we we needed him. Uh, one of his ex-teammates, there's a clip that's going viral now. One of his ex-teammates did a podcast or whatever, and he said they was in a meeting at the Ravens or whatever. And the defensive coordinator's like, Earl, man, you got to cover more deep territory, whatever, whatever. Like, you know, you hovering, you getting a little too close to the line, whatever, whatever. And Earl just sat there and said, it's documented. And he's like, but Earl, he's like, it's documented. And he said, the teammates said, he sat there and everybody looked around and was like, started shaking their heads like, well, he ain't lying. Like, yeah. he said, we all knew what he meant. Like, my track record is documented. Whatever face I'm at, I'm going to cover the rest of the field. Shut the fuck up yeah. and talk to these 10 niggas. Like, I don't have nothing to do with that. It's documented. Yeah. Some Kobe shit. Some Kobe shit. Like, Crazy as hell, man. The, um... Having crazy shit play out with your significant other out in the like the open it's nasty work, some wild work, man. Like, there's something to be said for the fact that of scamming somebody so close to your situation, mm-hmm. and the fact that like he thought being one person removed from it was going to give him any level of like reasonable doubt in this situation, and it's like, nah, nigga, like you just an idiot, like. I, and I get what you was trying to do, but it's like, you got to remove that shit three, four, five, eight more people, but niggas in a greed, they don't want to break nobody off. Yeah. So it's like, no, I got to, I got to take this I, mission I, myself. I, I look at the wife crazier than anything. Oh, absolutely. Because like, you, you know, know she's the funnel for yeah, all the information. Like, How did you and, get this info? You know, in the words of uh, our sister, Ryan, who will be performing at our next show, December 17th, uh, you know, look that up, you know, holiday hangover, another plug. Another plug, but, plug, plug. But Ryan always says, have some goddamn decorum. Like, y'all was married. Like, you know what I'm saying? Hate me if you want, but it's just like, can you not get this nigga my social security <laughs> number? Like, and like, date of birth and like, recent yeah. address. <laughs> he got all of the good, and my phone number, like, and no. my security keys. Like, like, can you not do that? 
these, like, Jesus Christ, man. Damn, Earl Thomas. Is Earl, 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 Earl might not go to the hall. Too much nonsense. Yeah, no. Nah. His, his off the field shit is like, God damn, dog. Like, we're going to put you in the horny hall of fame for sure. For <laughs> 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 the fraud. Yeah, yeah the fraud yeah. might have put him back in. You know, Rob wants to do an actual fuck my life up hall of fame. Yeah. Where it's like like a, 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 a museum of people who ruin their shit. Like, brilliant. It's brilliant when you think about it. You know what I mean? But, uh. We'll see massive backlash. Yeah. <laughs> massive backlash. <laughs> But it's a great fucking concept. Yeah, straight up. <coughs> straight up. What else you got? Oh, man. Uh, did Please tell me. I know me and Dan have been talking about it all week. Please tell me you watched the Funny Marco and Kevin Hart interview, dog. I saw parts of it. My goodness. Them two together. Yeah. I, like, I told you, I, I'd like to see them do something together. They need to do like a buddy cop yeah. movie or some when shit. When Kevin like, was walking out, what the fuck you just said? <laughs> <laughs> he said, well, leave. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, it was funny as shit. He got up and walked away. He said, he said, man, he said it's going to end whenever, whenever you get up and yeah. walk away. He's going to say, are you just going to leave like yeah. He said, that's crazy. Kevin Hart just going to get up and leave like yeah. that. <laughs> he said, what was the part I was dying of? Uh, when he said, um, what's your nickname? And he was like, Mr. Box Office, you know, whatever. whatever. He's like, what about Bookie Bear? When did that start? <laughs> like, no, no one has ever called hey, me Bookie, Bookie Bear. Bear. Like, Marco, I, listen, he said, I say this humbly. I'm a big guest. <laughs> I thought you was going to have some questions for me. <laughs> I say this humbly. I'm Nigga a big Marco guest. Marco said, Bob check, Bob check. Yeah. <laughs> said, is that actually a segment or that's something you just made up the day? Like, he said, yo, but my grandmama watched this. He's like, really? Nah, yeah, Miss Gladys. He said, you don't have a grandma, dude. <laughs> you just made that up. Nah, them two together, man. My grandma Pure this. gold, man. He said so. He said so. What made you, you know, want to talk to me? What made you fly me out? He said, Marco, it, it didn't happen that way. Yeah. You sent me a message <laughs> and said that I should be on the show. I said, Great. Whenever you can get to L.A. and you flew yourself out, he's like, No, <laughs> like, no that didn't, didn't happen. Marco is another one where the, the it's that dry humor, yes. and people don't understand it. So it's like it doesn't. It takes a Kevin Hart to get it to, like, ping off yes. the right. Did you see the one with him and G Herbo? Yes. How do you feel about that? I still don't. I think it's one of them Jones where I still don't know if they was fucking around. I not. honestly thought they were playing. Yeah. I thought it was, like, an elaborate ruse on them being, like, street as shit and not respecting yeah. that he was there to where they're doing shit around him. But I, I, I can't see because Herbo not a dickhead. At least I don't think. No, he hasn't. He hasn't really shown a lot of like that overly aggressive, dickhead, you know, wild hood nigga tendencies. You know, in the ten years or whatever we've known him. So I, I, I can't see him being like that and intentional. Yeah, well, unintentionally like that, and just completely shitting on somebody. I just can't see that. Yeah. So I honestly took it as like, oh, they're fucking around, right? Who was the other one he was with? Uh, Southside. Southside, 808 Mafia. I, I honestly thought they were playing, but yeah. just I saw so much backlash, like, who the fuck, and da-da-da-da. I'm just like, all right, maybe they weren't playing. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I, st I still don't know if Marco said something, 
But I think it was, I think it's just playing on the joke to get more people like involved. Right. To where it's like, it's creating this divide. You know what I'm saying? Like Sean Cotton told us when he was on the show, he was like, yo, he said, y'all need to do like something where it's like any type of debate shit or whatever, where you leave it open ended, people are going to argue on your What happened when we did the Mount exactly. Rushmore of Atlanta? It became shit. a whole big ass fucking thing. So it's mm-hmm. like, sometimes you got to have the debate, but leave it open ended and make people pick sides. And then they'll continue the conversation. We need to have episode where one of us walk off. Yeah. And had a really, really get <laughs> Come on, Dan, let's roll. <laughs> <laughs> All right, leave his ass sitting here. That had people going crazy. Yeah, that's funny as shit. But yeah, no, I like Marco. I like what he does. I like that dry humor shit. Yeah, he just put one out with Chris Brown. I haven't watched it yet, no, but it's, it yet. it's kicking ass. It's like 2 million views in a day. I can believe that. Um, you know, it's like the Kevin Hart joint set that shit up, and then Marco just running with it. He came back with the perfect guest yeah. immediately after. Because Chris Brown is somebody that's so interesting that people, you know, feel like they know a lot about him, but they don't. He's super talented. He got, like, a lot of infamy attached to his name and shit like that, but he's a, the best performer that we got. So it's like one of them Jones where it's like he's always going to be an interesting figure whenever he sits down to talk to people. And I think people are just generally really, really fucking interested about all things Chris Brown. Yeah. I want to ask you a question, the rap getting ready okay. to, to land the plane. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. a music guy. You always talk a lot how, you know, your, 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 your understanding of music. and this How do you feel about Jay-Z's uh, interview with Gail where Jay talked about the Masters? And never selling them. I think Jay is in a privileged position where that's kind of that was my. He's he's rich enough to not have to rely on that to make money. Seven million dollar Richard Mills. (laughs) Yeah, he's he's rich enough to where he doesn't ever have to do that because to him it's like I fought for my masters. A lot of these other artists came in with percentages of their masters, or they have like masters. Uh, performance deals where it's like you start off with this amount and then over time as you hit certain benchmarks we give you more percentage of it back because you've earned enough revenue for the company to where it justifies if you would have basically pay own for your own your masters from the joint mm-hmm. so it's performance earning deals or whatever that they have so and a lot of artists are not even selling their masters they're selling their publishing mm-hmm. and that's the other thing that people aren't necessarily understand and all of these different assets you have your publishing which is like um the writer component of the record or whatever. So on a publishing side, a a producer automatically has 50% of every record off the rip because Mm -hmm. they create the musical sound bed. Then as the writer, you have another 50%, but then if it's like, if it's multiple writers, then y'all break that percentage down, whatever, whatever, whatever. But off the rip, the producer gets half of that ownership. So a lot of times people are selling their percentage of their Pub or whatever. When it comes to Masters, Masters is the actual ownership of the asset itself, which is the final recorded product of the song because we put the money up to foot the bill for the cost of that. So that's a big misnomer that's getting thrown out there where these two things are getting grouped together and they're separate assets. Irv sold his whole everything. Irv sold the publishing, the Masters, the ownership. Want the son? Yeah, the son, the murdering son. <laughs> yeah. Like... Don't want to buy Shanti. Like he yeah. sold everything. You know what I'm saying? For a hundred million plus a two hundred million dollar line of credit to be able to finance his film career. <clears throat> Future, I believe, sold his publishing, not his masters. Justin Bieber sold his publishing, not his masters. So it's like the every deal is different, but they're all getting lumped in because you see these big eight, 
in nine figure sums coming across the ticker on variety and all of that shit or whatever. But nobody's taking the time to really explain the difference of right. what's what. And all of these assets can be reacquired. That's mm-hmm. the other thing. So it's like when dream sold his shit to hypnosis or whatever, it was like uh, 50% of the ownership in it. He reta- retained another 50%. So I got cash in hand now to go build 30 apartment buildings or whatever the fuck I'm going to do. And then I still own 50%. But at a time, once these fucking apartment buildings reach maturity, I can sell them and then buy my fucking whatever back if I want to at a discounted rate because hypnosis just made money off of it for the last decade or whatever. Right, right, right. So that part of the conversation isn't really like being talked about. Um, so for Jay, yeah, it's a vanity play. I'm worth $2.5 billion and growing. I have a partnership. I'm on the board at Square. I have the most expensive house in the state of California. I'm married to another multi-billionaire. Yeah. I have my liquor company, my champagne company, is partnered with Louis Vuitton Moet Hennessy, which has more distribution yeah. around the world than anybody. And I fucking am in bed with Live Nation. I own Rock Night. What the fuck am I is selling my master's going to do? Yeah. You can't put a value on that for me. I fought for this. I came in in an era where niggas didn't own their masters. I fought for this, so it's no value to him. Yeah, it's like it's like Mama Estelle's quilt on Family Matters. Yeah, like, <laughs> like there's real no value. There's just your there's no value to the yeah, shit. Yeah, it's like your personal value. You know what I'm saying? It's not a monetary thing. But I saw that people was like, yeah, see Jamie Tull, and I'm like, no, he's right technically in his for yeah. him. But it's like Jay's not in a position where selling his masters or whatever for. A hundred million dollars is gonna move any needle. For him. No, like, I have a meeting tomorrow at Nabisco in an NFL. I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm like, putting out a new butter with Lando Lakes. Yeah, yeah, we got these. <laughs> <laughs> Get some of that Rock Nation butter like, on your pancakes. Like, nah, he, like, he's he's doing yeah. business at a you different know, Thanksgiving level. Thanksgiving coming up. Me and tur- Butterball, and <laughs> we're gonna do some things. Some on. limited edition yeah. Rock turkeys. Yeah, like. So it's just it, it, he's he's doing business on such a high fucking level that it's like a hundred million don't move the needle for him. That's why crazy. every deal you see him doing is either undisclosed terms or it's two fifty and up, yeah. because he's at the pinnacle of business, especially for a black man yeah. in America. Yeah. He's at the pinnacle. Like what the fuck? Like this motherfucker made he compounded his fortune by two billion dollars in a decade. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So it goes back to what shout out uh, Deke always say. Five turning a hundred turning five hundred thousand into turning five hundred thousand dollars into <laughs> that was crazy. Turning five hundred thousand dollars into five million is as a possibility. Turning five five hundred million into a billion is an eventuality. Like it just it just it just is what the fuck it is. Like the shit just instantly is going to fucking turn over. He he placed himself in the right ball game by getting to the half of Billy, and then from there it was like off to the races. It was an eventuality. And he owned enough tangible and intellectual property to make the shit happen. You know what I mean? Straight up. So. What else you got? I got nothing else, man. Oh, we out of here then. (laughs) Did we lose the last couple minutes? Okay. Do I need to redo that? (laughs) No, we good. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Well, listen, anybody out there, man, that's uh, in the in the earshot of my voice, we got a show coming up December 17th at uh, Billy Penn Studios if you're in the Philly area. Shout out my VA folks. They said that they're coming up for the show. Uh, shout out to that. They said they're coming up Saturdays. They need me to chauffeur them around, take them to the club and all of that. So it's going to be a cool little weekend now. You know what yeah, I mean? Wow. So, yeah, go to universe.com slash TRPE. Get y'all tickets for that. Uh, if anybody is trying to, you know, check this out on video on YouTube, make sure I go to youtube.com slash at sign TRPE. 
And for additional content that's not on any of these uh, RSS feeds, that's our uh, second window of content. Our Patreon is patreon.com slash official TRPE. We are offering free, 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 free seven-day memberships over there on our VIP tier. It gives you access to all of our content library going back to March of 2021. Y'all slide over there and get y'all content, man. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. The realest podcast ever is out. We out this bitch. Peace. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.